You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. of half man half drugs bad boy that's was up i am mike d reppin diddy because i have no way out from this sov lifestyle you are listening to the 10th installment of america's favorite new podcast T-H-E-S-O-V-P-O-D. The T-H-E stands for the and we are the shot on video podcast man As always, I am joined by a man with more brains, balls, and brawl than myself, my hero protector, sugar daddy extraordinaire, Papa Brad Frecklesack Henderson. Brad Alicious, tell me you are feeling delicious. Hey, I'm feeling delicious, Mike. Uh, Feeling brawny, though. It's not a weak delicious. I'm Brad Henderson. Brad is still in the bass awkward state of Texas. Fuck you, Ted. But at least he's keeping Best Buy toilet seats warm in a progressive city. Brad, how goes week two in Austin, baby brother? Uh, fucking crazy, man. It's awesome, though. I'm uh, mostly here for the tasting menus at this point. Uh, so the cuisine is, uh, it's making my fever dreams a little more vivid, man. But it's awesome. If you're watching movies, it's fucking awesome. Since we last spoke, you no doubt have seen hundreds of festival films. Give us your top three at the moment, Brad Henderson. Oh, top three. Oh, you're an asshole. Okay. Uh, Okay. First off, the Blade screening was exquisite, as always. This is not unexpected. Never doubt the dwarf, man. That's what I tell people. Let's see. Uh, yeah, horror is really bringing it to Austin this year. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, you probably heard there's a surprise screening. It was uh, the Die Hard Hannibal uh, crossover. And, like, I know it's hard for people who aren't there, but, man, the crowd went bonkers. And I, I had a lot of doubts going in, but I kind of fucking loved it. And uh, was that three yet? That was two, Brad, and I know you've seen hundreds. Come on, buddy. One more. Oh, yeah. Okay. There was one that really stood out. I think it might be, like, a favorite of all time. Uh, But fuck you. It's a secret. (laughs) All right. Very good, sweet baby child. Now, we need to take a moment to pause and plug our sponsors. Plug them as good as they plug us with meats. 
As roast beef goes, I was pretty hot stuff, and then I met her. I've got all the ingredients burgers love best, but I'm bored with burgers. Then I saw him. Taste what happens when Arby's roast beef meets Canada's best love toppings. Arby's great Canadian roast beef sandwich, together at last. Well, the excitement just won't stop at Arby's World Series winner's game. Come to Arby's today and win food, cash, and cars. I won. I won. A meal deal for $3.99 featuring the great Canadian sandwich, large fries, medium Pepsi at participating Arby's. Taco Bell Grande Meal Deal versus just another burger deal. No matter how you look at it, a burger deal's a burger deal. But a Grande Meal Deal is juicy. A Grande Meal Deal is cheesy. A Grande Meal Deal is tasty. A Grande Meal Deal is grande. You can get a burger deal any day. But the Grande Meal Deals with two entrees, a drink, and dessert are just $2.89 each for a short time at Taco Bell. That's right, this week's episode is brought to you by Arby's and Taco Bell. Run for the border, baby, and eat a bunch of fucking cows one way or another. Yum, yum, gimme some. We are just about to jump into this week's movie, Black River Monster, 1986, from director John Duncan. But first, Brad, we wine, we dine, we talk 69 sent uh, crunch uh, memories from Taco Bell. Instead of preparing a meal this week, Taco Bell has us eating their fine cuisine on the air. Brad, baby. Brad, baby. Is that a dad joke? Brad, baby. Brad, baby. Brad, baby. Mike. What you eating? Oh, okay. This is exciting. Like, I love Arby's and shit, but this is exciting. Uh, you can't have an authentic craft in Austin, man. <laughs> That's why I got all my takeos from a chain that a white guy in California started. Looking around, look at the mom and pop Mexican shops and saying to himself, no, me, you know? So, um... I'm pretty hungry tonight. It's late, but I gotta get my eats on. So I got 15 orders of the cinnamon twists. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> Wait, Brad, that's true. You got 15 orders of the of the cinnamon. Yeah, twist. 15. Like I'm going a little light. Like the did you know these are actually pork rinds? They're covered in sugar, but they're pork rinds. It's really good for you. I would, Brad, is that true? Yeah. No, I mean, not about it, the, it being good for you. I know that's a joke, but Brad, is it true that they're pork rinds? Yeah, probably. I mean, they look like it. That's good enough for yeah. me. Brad, ask me what I got. Mike, I got it. No, Mike, 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 what did you get? Brad, ask me what I got. What'd you get, baby doll? What'd you get, Taco Bell? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm well, thank you. How are you doing? Great, thank you. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. Yeah. Uh, may I have four bean and cheese burritos with extra onions? Okay. And uh, sauce, please? Sure. May I also have a number six, um, the two chalupas with uh, beef, please? Sure, and your drink? My drink will be a, uh, a Baja Blast, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Mountain Dew Baja Blast, okay. Okay. And then may I have uh, three plain soft tacos, just beef and tortilla? 
Just okay. And then uh, a bunch of hot sauce, please. Sure. So I have um, four bean burritos with extra onion. And uh, you want extra red sauce in there as well, you said? Yes, please. And then I have the combo number six, beef chalupas with a mountain to drink, mountain Baja Blast to drink, um, uh, three soft tacos with no lettuce, no cheese, only the the meat, right? And tortilla? Yes. All right. Anything else we can get for you? Some desserts? Uh, no, that'll be all. Thank you. 2034. No problem. Thank you. So that's what I got. I spent, I spent $20 on Taco Bell. And I'll, I'll tell you what. The guy... So he, when he, when he hands, oh, for one thing, they asked me like five times if I wanted taco sauce. Now, do you put any hot sauce on your pork rinds, your uh, your cinnamon twists? Uh, it's kind of complicated for me because I don't like uh, Taco Bell sauce. I just like Del Scorcho. <laughs> bingo, bingo, you got yourself a meal. All right. Now, so, Brett, last week on the show... We talked about the 1988 SOV classic slasher, The Hackers. Now this week, we're going to look at that film's director's first picture, Black River Monster, from 1986. Now, (laughs) Brad, from your bathroom office last week, you said, you said this was like a Lon Chaney werewolf movie. Would you care to amend your assessment, Sugar Pull? Brad amends for no one. All right, whatever, Brad. All right, tell us a bit about Black River Monster, a film decidedly, uh, in my opinion, not about a werewolf. Go. Uh, I mean, I've never let society tell me what a werewolf is or what a werewolf isn't. I've been to, like, werewolf film fests where I like at least four of the movies there uh, were Bigfoot movies. But all right, uh, so basically, you... um, you have a redneck named Leroy, and he is a gentle giant kind of guy, and uh, he's off to his first job, and, you know, it's a nice family picture. <laughs> I I do agree. Yeah, this is a very small family picture. It only runs, what was the running time, Brad? About, like, 45, 48 minutes? Yeah, about 48 minutes with credits. <laughs> Four, yeah, with, with credits. And again, Brad, we talked about this last week, buddy. But here, here we have a movie by John Duncan, the guy who made Hackers. When we went over there last week to to the uh, to what the, the 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 film Twitter likes to call the IMDb. Have you been there, Brad? Have you been to the IMDb? Like when I was a baby, yeah. Right, but you have it memorized now, right? Yeah. Brad. What? Brad. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mike. Well, there's all. Well, there's all. Well, there's all. Mike. Brad. What? Brad. You know. Huh? You know, man. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, look. Hey, listen. Here we go. Just like John Duncan's movie, The Hackers, you know, there is 
very limited credits for Black River Monster over on the IMDb or the the IMD, you know, like the kids call it. Mm-hmm. Last last week they had John Duncan and they had four mm-hmm. cast members for the hackers and then we had mm-hmm. huge end credit sequence mm-hmm. with uh with dozens of artisans that worked on the mm-hmm. picture. This week mm-hmm. with Black River Monster mm-hmm. literally at IMDb it only says mm-hmm. this is a movie that exists and John Duncan directed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is is there anything else mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. tell me about Black River Monster besides the fact it's a movie that exists and John mm-hmm. Duncan directed it like do you mm-hmm. do you know any of the actors in it? Have have you mm-hmm. seen these guys in other pictures before? What, what do you know, Brad? You're you're the resident expert. Go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So these are like uh, a bunch of local people from Michigan. Um, they what happened was there was a really intense casting process. Like you might think local actors, it's not a big deal. What was really important to Duncan was that they were really gentle around horses. Actually, how they acted around horses was more important than how they acted around the Bigfoot. So uh, you will see some really nice horse action in the the movie. There's a lot of dressage going on in the background. It didn't make it onto film, but every actor had to be very elegant. So um, you're not going to find them in other movies necessarily, but if you... Uh, head over to Michigan, especially a couple of years ago. These are superstars in uh, the dressage and the horse showing world. Uh, fucking massive. It's really impressive. I think that comes through in their characters. Even more impressive than the horse acting, which which was, to, uh, to Brad's point, very, very impressive, was... Uh, in particular, Leroy's acting around the goat. Do you do you have any comments about his his goat acting? Uh, Okie dokie, pick up the goats. The the way he reacts to anyway. Well, let's let's get to uh, to the plot of the movie here first, and then we'll get to some uh, some specifics. Good luck, well, man. No, Brad, look, I I know you kind of want to poo poo this picture because of its uh its pedigree as a an extended advertisement for a, a girls summer camp, but maybe uh, maybe we could just give it the benefit of the doubt and pretend like there was a, a charming plot to be had. So we have um, and Brad, please correct me if I'm wrong at any point. Oh, I will. <laughs> you will. You will. Don't don't check out on me just yet. Listen listen up, Brad. All right. So correct me when I'm wrong. So uh, so the movie starts. Okay, I'm gonna hold you up right there. Does it? Okay, thank you. Oh, you don't want to... Okay, so the movie starts, and, and it wants us to know right off the bat that this was shot on location in Michigan at a at a real mm. farm, right? That My sensors kind of went up there, Brad. Did your sensors go up too? Like, why would anybody think this was anywhere else but Michigan? Lovely uh, Big Thumb Michigan. And why would anybody think that this was not shot on location at a farm? Clearly, green screen hasn't been invented yet, and these are not matte paintings or miniatures. Like... Yeah, of course, right? Uh, okay, well, there's this thing in the mid-80s where people doubled Kentucky for Michigan, like, a lot. It was kind of like a tax dodge thing. Um, so, like, if you actually filmed in Michigan, is kind of a point of pride. And I think that's what was going on with Black River Monster. I did not know that. What were some of the other pictures that were filming in Kentucky to double for Michigan? Um... Okay, I guess you didn't hear about that big court case, but I am not getting myself into that quagmire. 
Mike. Uh, okay. What about what about the um? No, that wasn't filmed in. I'm I'm trying to think of some '80s Kentucky movies. Did did they go through uh, Kentucky and in, in, in the Smoky and no, the Bandit movies? No, they're Michigan movies? movies. They filmed them in Kentucky, and then they went around bragging that it was Michigan. But if you know trees, and I know trees, fucking Kentucky, and the judge knew Wait, that. But were they, the judge knew that? What were they using? What were they using for Kentucky? What? 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 Well, if if they were filming Michigan movies in Kentucky. Right. What were they using for Kentucky? Were they using like Idaho? Right. Or right. Oregon or Right. Man, I, obviously Montana. That's true. Okay. So was Smokey and the Bandit filmed in Montana? No, I think that was Jersey. Okay. So anyway, at the beginning of Black River Monster, Brad, stay focused. Uh it it, it tells us that it's filmed on location in Big Thumb. Michigan, my my sensors went up um, immediately, and uh, I watched the picture, and it's about, again, correct me when I'm wrong, but it's about this guy, Leroy, that sleeps in John Wayne Gacy's child's bedroom, and he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's woken up every day by his mother, played by Divine. his soul was never late a day in his life when he worked to be our ranch you ought to count your blessings young man and be thankful mr d gave you a job even if it is only for the summer now leroy get up i just wish i could have found something more in my line of work since when is sleeping a line of work which may or may not be the same actor uh, that plays leroy 
and he he gets a job at essentially what what looks like a petting zoo. Is it? Do you think it's a petting zoo? It seemed like a. a... Very intense petting zoo, yeah. A heavy, a heavy petting zoo. Do you get Mike. it? Do you get it, Brad? <laughs> My, I want to give you points for that, man. But I'm gonna give you a point. Brad, for do you that. like that? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right. Anyway, I will have no sound effects uh, put in for that joke. And then, um, so so he works at a zoo, and his job is to essentially what? Put buckets back where buckets go. Uh, yeah, and he, like, hosed some stuff down, too, really absentmindedly, but that was obviously part of the job description. I don't want to take that away from him, you know? Oh, hi, Mr. D. Leroy, is that you? Yeah. Nice to see you. Last time I saw you, you were just a little guy about like that when your father used to work here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ma said you could use some help out at the ranch this summer? Yes, we sure can. You, she called me a little while ago and said you like to work outdoors and... Everything like your daddy did. I'm sorry about your daddy's passing. Oh, that's all right. It's been a couple years. We still miss him, but, well, you know what I mean. Well, I do. I sure do. Ready to go to work this morning? You bet. Well, wonderful. We'll start by going out to the barn where the horses made a big mess, and you can clean that up. In the meantime, I'll show you around a little bit, okay? Okay. Leroy, here's our... This is our aviary. Your father probably helped build this maybe 10 years ago. Whoa, look at the bird flying. We must have scared them. There are peafowl. We have other things in here, too, besides the beautiful peacock, aren't they? Uh-huh. We have too many peacocks, not enough peahens at the moment. <laughs> here we have the small animal area, Leroy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some goats and some sheep. Little kids come in here and play with the small animals. Anytime they like, they come in, they take a goat for a walk if they like. Huh. And we have some calves that they they bottle feed with they do the bottle three or three times a day, I think, is they get warm water and, and milk mixture and they, they feed the calves from a baby bottle. Think you're gonna like working here, Leroy? I'm gonna love it, Mr. D. Then I think it's about time you got to work. <laughs> okay? All right. <laughs> Let's go. start the day and I could have been home watching willy-nilly the silly clown no I clean up a barn thanks a lot ma some job you got me something I don't know wow. the sheriff's coming out to look at it today it's pretty scary I should get hazardous duty pay for working around here 
he commits to this job that, that he ha- he really has no means to even get like to work because he has to he has to hitch rides from like town bullies who are these uh late middle-aged yokels named Sleaze. Did you catch that? His name was Sleaze. I fucking caught Sleaze. <laughs> well, and oh, but also that was the same dude, Brad. Dude, that was the same dude from uh the hackers last week, the one that that kind of looks like a backwoods like Dick Miller, mm-hmm. like uh that that wanted to that wanted to tell the uh, the lady like house sitting that he he was around and sometimes he did work on the yard and like how he was upset he didn't get to work on the roof that was the same fucking guy he's like a he's like a John Duncan player he's like yeah Bruce Phillips he's like Robert De Niro in uh you know movies by people who work with Robert De Niro oftenly enough but. Well said. He wears a hat too. He does. <laughs> he does. He wears that. He wears that Dick Miller bill. Uh. So. So Leroy has to get. Wait. His name's Leroy. Yeah. Okay. But I will say I disagree with you because he does have a way to get to work. Um. He has the sassiest fucking small town strut I've ever seen. Hey, look over there. There's that big blimp again. Who cares? Get him walk. Gee, I wish I could do that. Reminds me of a girl I used to go with until she fell on me. I'll hitch a ride to the ranch. Save my strength for work. Who knows? Maybe I'll be lucky and catch a ride right away. How far are you going? Not too far. Just on the road a couple miles or so, down to the BR Ranch. We'll hop in. Uh, the back of the truck. Say, why don't we give this clown a ride like he'll never forget? You bet he won't. He's like propelling himself with his elbows. 
<laughs> what is, I respect that. But that's that's how they introduce the the town bullies, right? <laughs> is yep. they they watch him walking and they're like, "Who wh- what do they say? I can't I can't remember these lines, but they're like, "Who walks like that?" They're like, "I I bet you wish you could walk like that." Like they were jealous of his walk, if I if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> they're jealously eyeing him like he was the prize pig. <laughs> Slowly Follow him in that pickup truck. Mm. So then, so then they they have to take him to work. This person they don't like, and the only reason we come to understand that they don't like him is because he's 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 fat, like he's big. I guess, but it kind of seems like the BMI of the entire town is kind of high. So it kind of seemed like okay, at this point, you guys aren't young. Maybe you should just accept you have some bigger people living in your town, and maybe you need to find something else to do. Because this is like a jaunty, cheerful young man. He is doing harm to no one. Okay? And unless you're going to pull over and say, hey, you know, we're worried about your heart. We're worried about your blood pressure, man. They're not here for helpful tips, all right? Did you, Brad, did you ever go to, uh, so like my mom, she would, she would take me all the time, you know, well, like you do, like you're running errands with mom and you go to like, I don't know what they have in Florida, but like, uh, like Payless or like CVS. What what was the the drugstore pharmacy uh, you guys have? CVS, I'd imagine, in Florida, where I live. <laughs> you just you would keep your head down and walk with her. She's like, Bradley, come with me. You're like, yes, ma'am. You keep your head down. Dude, you there don't even see the pawns fucking... in there, all right. I kept <laughs> my head down. <laughs> Bradley, I'm getting tampons today. You don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I would go, I would go to the drugstore, uh, with my mom. It was pay less out here, Brad Henderson. And, uh, and I, I would make a beeline. I fucking loved it. I'd make a beeline every time for that blood pressure machine. Did you ever play with the blood pressure machine? Yeah. The blood pressure machine is pretty fucking cool. That There's something about like, so you stick, you guys know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know, you should get your checked, uh, yourself checked out, please. Uh, CVS. Uh, Rite Aid, whatever. You just go in. It's good fun. You stick your arm in 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 the the blood pressure machine, and it and you press a button. It's like a big red Batman sixty six button, right? And pretty and hot. It pumps air into the the blood pressure machine balloons that that wrap around your arm, and it is like outside of uh, coitus. It is like the most sensational feeling in the world having your arm constricted like that and then you get a bunch of numbers on uh, like green digital readout that i don't know what they mean to this day but i'm like sure like 120 over three like that's got to be good because one number is really big one number is really small i don't know uh you know and then you get that number and then i always i'm always so disappointed when it makes that like silent fart sound where it goes like and then you know what i do brad Man, you know what I do, Brad? Mike, what? You know what I do, Brad? What do you do, Mike? I hit the button again, and then it does it again. Taking your blood pressure at home is easy. Before you take a measurement, follow a few tips to ensure you get accurate readings. Do not measure within 30 minutes of eating, exercising, bathing, smoking, or drinking alcohol. Sit quietly for five minutes with your feet flat on the floor. You are now ready to take a measurement. Hold the grip on the cuff securely with your right hand, placing your thumb on the thumb grip. 
Place the cuff directly on the bare skin of your left upper arm. Make sure the air tube is on the inside of your arm. Align the bottom of the cuff approximately one half inch above your elbow. Make sure the blue stripe is centered on the inside of your arm, with the tubing pointing down towards your hand. Close the cuff snugly. Place your elbow on a table so the cuff is level with your heart and your left palm up. To turn the unit on and take a measurement, press the start-stop button once. Sit straight and do not move during the measurement. The cuff will inflate automatically. Hold still until the cuff deflates and your results are displayed. Make sure to record your reading. Press stop-start to turn off the monitor. It's important to take measurements at the same time each day and use averages over time to compare readings. Because each person is different, consult with your doctor about what your numbers mean to you. It feel, feels so good. I don't know what you hear over there on the West Coast, but in Florida, people have lost their arms doing that. Like, you have, like, uh, blood pressure machine junkies. You just got to be careful, man. That's just what I've heard. That's just what I've heard. I, be I believe if there's any state where people die from the blood pressure machines, it's the fucking junkies in Florida. I believe that 100%. But my point is, if they were if they were really so concerned about uh, Leroy's uh, BMI and his heart rate and, I don't know, what were the other fancy medical terms you used? Fatness. They, they should have uh, at least taken him maybe to... Uh, I don't know. I didn't have a point. I just wanted to talk about my weird they have a, sexual attraction. Man, thing. I know what you're saying. Huh? They have a vehicle. They have a vehicle. They could have taken him. Easy. Easy. So they have him jump in the vehicle. <laughs> and and it's, some, it's some beautiful acting, Bradley, because easily uh, the guy playing Leroy could have stepped on in the in like the hubcap wheel right and then he could have stepped on the tire and climbed in like anybody who's ever gotten in the back of a pickup truck and and knock on uh knock on over the latch to to the bed you know you just step on the tire and you you jump inside like you do but they had him fucking he was he was trying to do like a pole vault without a pole like into the truck like head first like barrel diving into it and it it goes on for an awkward length of time uh mike what do you think their stunt budget was on this what their high Man. what their high jump budget was or their <laughs> the stunt oh just stunt oh, all just over stunts. Stunts. Well, something like that a, a stunt like that with a with a fatty arbuckle looking motherfucker uh doing some head dive into the truck like you would need at least someone on set uh, who graduated from Dell Art, like clown school, like classically trained to understand how to do like the pratfall and the tumble, preferably with like gymnastics uh, background. I would say that person would cost at least $37 an hour. I'm guessing they shot that particular uh, scene for at least two hours and you want to have them on retainer for the day in case you need reshoots. So I, I think the stunt budget for that alone is uh, around four fifty. After uh, after uh, taxes. That's what I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is what you're saying. No, no small stunt there, my friend. Uh, so they <laughs> fat joke. <laughs> they they get him in the truck. They drop him off at work. They hate the shit out of this guy. And then he he gets to work, and he's he's like a nice. He, I, I think he's a nice enough fellow. He I mean that's how he presents himself, but. 
he when when left alone he is not having the tasks that have been assigned to him brad yo brad classic only child syndrome man yeah why is he so mad at his mom i think he sees himself in her like a lot i think there's a lot of i think that's pretty much there's a lot there's a lot of himself to see in her I would say. It's like, wow, my model of womanhood is me. Fuck. There you go. Leroy. So Leroy's bumbling around uh, this, what's called the uh, the Black River Ranch. Now, Brad, I want to stop right here just for a moment, uh, sweetie pie. I want to stop here, and I want to let you know, Black River Ranch. So I I did this, like, Sarah Koenig thing. Or, uh, or like a Blake J. Harris thing. And I went and investigated this movie. Because I was like, from, from that opening uh, scrawl about how, how, how it was shot on location, I knew, Brad, I knew there had to be something to it. Turns out, Black River Ranch and Farm is a real fucking place. Did you know that? It's called the, the Black River Ranch is and Farm. Is it called that? You could go to Black River, oh wait, excuse me, Black River farm and ranch i am an actor slash model and not the other way around you go to black river farm and ranch.com and you could get the story but here, here here's what they say many years ago there was a girl who lived in pittsburgh and spent her summers at a horse camp named fox farms she fell in love with horses and dreamed about someday having a place where she could teach girls to ride and to be around horses and farm animals John and Lois Donovan never gave up that dream. Her dream became a reality in 1962 when Mr. and Mrs. D purchased an old potato farm in Croswell, Michigan. Now I'm going to stop there because Mr. and Mrs. D are actual actors and characters in Black River Monster. So can we talk a bit, uh, Brad, about their involvement in the narrative, their, their part in the story? All right, no shit, Brenda Star. Who were they? Brad, I'll... Why is it always Brad? You did the research, <sighs> Jesus, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Brad, don't Teach fucking me do this. something. Like, all you gotta do is just say... Brad, just fucking say, like, who Mr. D and Miss, Mrs. D are in the... Just do it, dude. It's fine. I, I, I need to sound like the... Narr- you know. Uh, Come on, man. Just do it. Yeah! Uh, you got the little girl who's really good with horses, and then you have the, uh, mother figure. She's the, the one that was especially good with horses. I think they stand out with how good with horses, uh, they were. No, that's not me. Oh, fuck. All right. So, uh, anyway, in the movie, there's, uh, there's Mr. D., who I relate to because that's 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 my name too. <laughs> Whenever we go out, people always shout, "Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Fucking D," and that's me. But but anyway, it's this old dude. He he runs the farm. His name's Mr. D, and uh and and that's uh, the direct boss of Leroy. But in real life, he's also you know the owner of the farm. But they were living in Birmingham at the time. And chose the location because it was within driving distance from the Detroit area, still secluded from the hustle and bustle of the city. 
This is off topic, but Brad, can you do an impression of Bjork saying hustle and bustle? It's the hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. Fuck, man, I don't know if I'm adorable enough for this shit. All right. Hustle and bustle. Hustle, bustle. I don't know. I felt like my take was good. That summer, (laughs) that summer, Black River Farm and Ranch opened its doors. The D's had managed to build in very short time two cabins, now part of Virginia City and a dining hall. What we know now as Silver City, Bradley. The two cabin names were Pioneers and Trailblazers. Hold on. (laughs) Pioneers. Brad, they're called Pioneers and Trailblazers. It's like... It's like... It's like... (laughs) That first year, the BR had... Oh, they called it the BR. (laughs) They had 16 campers, four staff members, and seven horses. Today, the BR has grown to include 130 campers each session and approximately 75 horses. Girls who love horses and horseback riding have continued to come to Black River Farm and Ranch since 1962 for a summer experience of relaxation and rejuvenation. Now, I am well into this fucking description of the real-life Black River Farm and Ranch, and nowhere has it said that they shot a fat joke Bigfoot movie on the what? premises. Uh, did you see, like, a plaque, like, under the sign? Like, the main sign? Well, no. Well, I'm looking at uh, that beautiful yeah. red barn yeah. from the movie. I love... That, that location was beautiful. Uh, there's no mm. plaque there. There's a bunch of horses and white women mm. there. Through... I'm going to keep reading. Throughout the years, the D's and their family have been involved with the camp, both as campers and staff. Renee Donovan and her husband, Mike. Oh, that's Uh, so fucking weird. It's so eerie. I am not married to Renee, but I am Mr. D. Uh, have remained active in the management of BR. I think BR stands for Battle, Battle Royale. That's what we do it on Twitter, right, Brad? BR Battle Royale? Dude, BR Thur. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not uh this is not our 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 our, our porn tweets. Uh Mike Safari No, there's look, there's nothing on here about the Bigfoot movie. But look, I, I thought it was cool to know that uh this this was actually filmed on location, but more interesting to learn mm. that Brad, this was made as kind of a promotional film for Black River Farm and Ranch. Not unlike, say, uh, those regional theme parks that would that would produce movies for themselves during like the '60s and '70s, that, like Herschel Gordon Lewis would do, or like uh, uh, what, what's what, Centron. <laughs> what's my favorite? Uh, it's with uh, Santa Claus. What what is it with the? Um, uh, the Easter Bunny ice cream. Yes, that's your favorite. Yeah, Santa Claus and the ice cream bunny. You love that shit. But uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought that was kind of cool. It was also cool to do further research on the camp and find out that there's no like Megan's Law alerts and it's all on the up and up and uh, it's it's totally yeah. safe. Was that fun for you? I'm sorry. Was it fun I'm sorry? for you? Doing that research. I mean. Dude, have you did you see that old uh, Nickelodeon show Caitlin's Way? There's a devil standing on my tail. 
was like this troubled teenage girl who worked with horses, so she wouldn't be so troubled. And like, like you look at like I don't know a Bigfoot redneck movie and like a Nickelodeon show. I don't know, like what would sell your ranch better, Mike? I you know. Brett, I zoned out for a second. You said Nickelodeon show, and I was thinking camps and ranches, and then I had I had a hey dude and a and a camp on a wanna flashback. And then you kept talking about troubled, troubled Nickelodeon girls. And then I was like, oh, the secret world of Alex Mack. And uh, I zoned out. I have no idea what you said. Can we just continue uh, talking or letting me talk? Or if you want to talk, like you can, if you want to talk, you can talk. If you want to talk, you can talk. If you want to talk, you can talk. Valued me. Yes. If you, if you want to talk, you can talk. How about you just explain it all, Clarissa? <laughs> ladder hits the, ladder hits the window. Wow. All right, fuck you, Ferguson. What? All right, Brett. Then you pick. You 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 say what to do because we haven't even gotten to the fact that this is a fucking Bigfoot movie. We just think it's some like fat shaming, uh, farmhand goat wrestling movie. What what all's happening here? Uh, after a while, big boy. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Leroy's working at the ranch. He's kind of trying, I guess. Um, then he goes into a barn to clean it, and it's fucking trashed, man. Uh, but you know what? Like, I bet if they filmed Friday the Thirteenth Part Three at that ranch, there'd be a plaque. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Leroy kind of saves the day. Uh, it's, um, like, it's, like, one of those movies that makes you wonder, like, who's the real villain here? Is it Bigfoot or is it the Rednecks? (laughs) Because, well, at this, at this point in the movie, we only have a couple quick shots of Bigfoot and they're all, I I might be mistaken, but they seem to all be POV and they kind of have, like, this irisy effect with, like, I don't know, mayonnaise on the, the side of the... The, the the outskirts of of the lens, so it looks like a dream sequence, but it's like maybe like it's like moonlighting, Bigfoot OV, yeah, moonlighting, beauty <laughs> exactly. shots, exactly, exactly. But uh, it you know we don't get we don't get what uh what 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 they call them, the 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 porn biz the the money shot until uh until the end of the picture, so. We're kind of only left. Yeah, you have to wait almost forty fucking minutes. <laughs> you do. It's it's like a forty-eight minute. Run it's like time. a Christopher Nolan Batman movie. You have to wait about an hour before uh, the main attraction shows up. Yeah. 
Oh, I would like to note uh, that this is a black furred Bigfoot. Uh, he's not like the traditional brown fur. This is like kind of like noir if it's localized just to the fur color. As five point that. Yes, it's uh, it, it's it's what uh, we call in the Bigfoot genre. We call it uh, fur negra. Mm-hmm. He said that. Mike said that. Fur negra. For the record. <laughs> Say la let's life. Well, uh so tell so so Leroy's at the farm and and he's ha- he he he's having farm trouble and then the 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 we call them the the bullies. They're they're out and about town trying to find more fat people to harass, but they have they have like a Jackie Gleason cop that's like after them, right? Mm, he was cute. Brad I mean, like his soul is cute, Brett. Brother, we record. You know, brother, we no. record the same time every week. We watch what? the same. The la- so last week I had you watch one fucking movie because you were what? What? Come on, man! Like I know you're in Austin and stuff. You got to do this. Is is the Best Buy you're recording in closing soon? I'm I'm in the Taco Bell parking lot, man. I... You're in a Taco Bell. You're in a Taco Bell parking lot. Like. Usually you're sassing. I'm like, okay, it's Mike. It's sassing, but right now, man, I can't do it. Like no, those I'm... theater seats are like mildly comfortable, mildly. Brett, I'm not sassing you, dude. Come on, man. Sasquatch. Mike, go just sass. All right, all right. We'll we'll let's put <laughs> that in the Brett. I, I no, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, so, uh, let's put it in the show. I'm gonna cut this other part out. You put that in. I like the Sasquatch. That that's cool. Even like Sassafras, right? Uh, no, that doesn't make sense, man. I didn't say that. that. Doesn't make sense. Bigfoot is my daddy. Come on, you don't listen to Tenacious D, bro. <laughs> Good. Let's go on an adventure. Yeah. La, la, la. I got lots to show you. La, la, la. Can I be a Sasquatch too? La, la, la. You already are. La, la, la. You're my son, JB. My little baby Sasquatch. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Let's take a dip in the strawberry woodwork. Come on. Come on, baby, let's go. Me, half man and half 
Guitar, don't you, buddy? Uh huh. You don't man, listen to. Yeah, KG, but man, like I'm busy. Like it's been years. I don't it's... even have like HBO right now, so. It's been years since you played guitar, or no, Tenacious D, man. They're not on HBO anymore. I wouldn't know because I don't have HBO. You see? Okay. What, Brad? Mike? What What do you think our What do you think our shows on HBO right now, Brad? Uh, shit. Uh, Herman's Head. Uh, something about hookers walking around. But, like, you can show it because it's like a documentary. <laughs> Taxi cab hookers. <laughs> They're all really sad. <laughs> Taxi cab hookers. <laughs> yeah. Taxi cab hooker diaries. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know, maybe. Taxi cab hookers in the city. Brett. In Atlantic City. Brett, yeah, maybe you- I should get my subscription again. <laughs> Do you know you don't you don't need to even subscribe to HBO anymore, Brad? You could go over to like Amazon dot com, and uh, you could just like add HBO a la carte. There, there you go, French again, buddy. All right, I'll, I'll have someone do that for me. All right, very good. Anyway, tell. I'm tired. I feel like Brad. I feel like Brad. Chicken tonight. What? I, I feel like. Brad. <sighs> Mike, we feel like Brad. I feel like. I'm I'm talking a lot about a 48 minute movie, and I, I feel like we've been talking mm. for more than 48 minutes. Brett, can you can you describe the dynamic of this this? So so the bullies, the fat bullies, have a bully themselves, and it's this uh, what what what's his name? It's like a Russ P. Coltrane type uh type character, right? From from Dukes of Hazard, right? Okay, just talk talk yeah. about how the sheriff's kind of a dick to the people who are also dicks. Talk about how it's like dick on dick, all the dicks, and then we, we got to get it back. Dick yeah. fight. That's the problem with this small town. It's a dick fight. Just a big, sloppy, flaccid dick fight, and they're all angry because they're flaccid. Right. And then... Instead of working together, they just stay flaccid, and they just stay angry about it. No one learns anything. That's what's sad. I was hoping people would learn things, but they're like... Oh, I guess you did a good job after all, Leroy. No, you know what? They didn't fucking say that. He's like, oh, uh, Leroy helped out. Oh, okay, Leroy. Good job. Okay, but but Brad, like, yeah, I, no. Well, you, look, I I I think. All right, fine. I'm getting the pork sweats, man. Right now. All right, fine. This is getting kind of rough. Right, Brad, baby, I get. You're gonna cut this out, right? Me getting the pork sweats. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut a lot out. I'm Dude, gonna edit I'm this gonna out. snip and I'm gonna snip, snap, snur. I'm gonna move. I'm not gonna <laughs> stop you. Stop, Brad, come I can on, tell man. you that right Look, now. You're in fucking Texas. That's what two hours. It's not even three hours. So this is an hour earlier than it normally is. Just fucking calm down. Just uh, look. I'll I'll put uh, I'll edit it so your story makes sense. Get to the part where the the bullies are harassing Leroy and Mr. D. And then the the Bigfoot comes out. Just 
describe that part. Okay, go. Uh, the bullies are harassing uh, Leroy and Mr. D, and then Bigfoot comes out. Oh. Hey, why don't we grab a couple of these saddles yeah. and get, please come make on, it let's get out of here, though. Come on. It's going to be daylight soon. Like some kind of animal, Mr. D. Those crooks must have run into something they didn't count on. Sounds all that noise. <laughs> all right, all right. So <clears throat> I'm starting to run out of these. Your what? I'm starting to run out of these. Do you ever like miss food? Like after you finish it, not even that you're still hungry, you like just miss it. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so I. Well, do you do the thing where you save your favorite thing for last? Or do you, like, get rid of your favorite thing first? I save it. I always save it. And then and then you miss it, right? Yeah. Sorry, Brad. What Did you eat all your pork rinds with the cinnamon and the sugar? I have, like, four. You have, wait, you have... And one of them's in half. So you have three and a half. Yeah. Okay, teacher. Yeah, I have three and a half. You, you don't need to be a... Smart ass. All right, so I'm sorry, I'm lashing out because I'm hurt right now. Brad, when Bigfoot comes out to 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 serve justice to the the the, the fat shaming bullies, is he against a uh, a green screen? Uh, man, something. Well, I think what happened was they're like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, fellas. This is my Michigan accent. I'm sorry, fellas. Uh, we can't do stunts. You're gonna have to do the stunts because uh, uh, we we got. There's no way we can have have them standing in front of you. We have to green screen them. <laughs> and they're like, "This is art. Uh, we understand. We'll fuck up our ankles so you can have an explicable green screen." Do you? <laughs> so, because I was I, I watched that shot over and over, Brad, and I couldn't figure out. Like, why that was necessary. Because it wasn't, like, a forced perspective thing to make him seem huge. He looked really big. Now, he looked he looked really big. But it was... It's like, to make him look, like, a foot taller. Though. It was, like, a foot taller. You know, exactly. <laughs> because they're in they're in the same shot, uh, like, the same master shot. Because you could see the actor that's the Bigfoot grabbing sleaze, like, the, the main uh, fat-shaming bully. And it's not, like... It's not like those were filmed independently to make one look bigger than the other. It was just to um, maybe minimize the background by, like what you said, like a foot. <laughs> so, so everything seems like a foot. It, it was super fucking weird. And it was for... It was a lot of work to make some haystacks look a little far, farther away in the background. All right. All right. So we, we pretty much got through the movie. Look, uh, Brad and I are kind of pussyfooting around because... Uh, the movie is only 48 minutes long, and, you know, we have to fill about an hour of airtime talking about this uh, this shot on video film. Man, because we are T-H-E-S-O-V-P-O-D. The P-O-D stands for what, Brad? Uh, payable on death. That's right. And no one dies in this movie because it is, of course, a family-filmed 
made to promote Black River Farm and Ranch. And hey, if it was up to me, you would all be sending your daughters out there to learn about the horses. Equus, man. Daniel Radcliffe, Naked, War Horse, Tom Hiddleston, Steven Spielberg, Underrated. Uh, what else do we have to say? Brad, what are some of your favorite Bigfoot movies? Brother, go. Um, all right. I'm going to go. Uh, if you want, if your family enjoyed this, even though I feel like the Olsen twins should have been in this and they weren't in this. Here's something extra we know you're going to like. It's a song about friends. Won't you hold my hand at the end of the day? The stars will all come out as the light fades away. And we'll sit by the fire and we'll sing and we'll play. Won't you hold my hand at the end of the day? There's nothing better than like that was a missed opportunity uh you can check out harry and the hendersons if you can hunt that movie down sneak previews michael medved calls harry and the hendersons a delightful romp a funny touching classy piece of entertainment a hit the size of bigfoot definitely gonna go see it again it was absolutely amazing and it's hysterical david anson of newsweek says harry is lovable a surefire scene stealer funniest movie i've seen in a long time you walk out of there feeling good it was great I loved it. Harry and the Hendersons is great. Harry and the Hendersons, rated BG. Now playing at theaters everywhere. Um, I'm going to say Boggy Creek 2. I think that, that's a fucking joyride. What 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 can you tell us about Boggy Creek 2? I know, I know the legend of Boggy Creek is a big <clears throat> independent film. Uh, it, it, it was a big, uh, Bigfoot, fi- big, Bigfoot film. Look at that. I, I talk, uh, I talk for a living. Uh, but what can you tell us about Boggy Creek 2 and the legend continues? All right. Well, I had to follow in the footsteps of the Black River Monster. Uh, but there is like one of my, you know how I feel about Mystery Science Theater. Like I fucking love it. One of the best episodes. Yeah. By far. In the backwoods and swamps of Arkansas, there is a legend of something terrifying. Y'all going camping? I guess you could say that. We're looking for the Boggy Creek creature. But when you search for a legend, (gasps) you may not like what you find. (laughs) Because it may be coming. Anybody there? When you least expect it. First, there was the cult classic, Legend of Boggy Creek. Now, the legend ends where the terror begins in Boggy Creek 2. 
Oh, you you learned about the film through Mystery like, Science Theater. Like most obscure weird movies that I, Brad F. Henderson, know about is thanks to Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, cool. Like, I fucking love those guys. I fucking love those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off air, we've talked about, like, Side Hackers, Angel's Revenge. Mm. Uh, mm. what else have we done? Time of the Apes. Let me tie this all together in a bow, man. Cry Wilderness. Oh my god. Can I take this one? Your father is in great danger, Paul. <laughs> Where are my raccoons? Are these your raccoons? So, Cry Wilderness is, of course, a a new classic in... Mystery Science Theater 3000, this, of course, uh, hosted by Jonah Heston, played by Jonah Ray. But this is a a Bigfoot movie from the mid-80s, not unlike uh, today's film, Black River Monster. In fact, they may have came out within like a a year of each other. But uh, no, Cry Wilderness, Brad, it's it's funny you bring it up because that was filmed on location in and around uh, parts of California. I used to uh, vacation to as a child, uh, the Mammoth Lakes area, uh, just outside of Yosemite, uh, Bodie, the ghost town Bodie. I, I love that. But, um, it, yeah, no, Cry Wilderness is great. And shameless plug, buddy. I see what you did here. Cry Wilderness is available on Vinegar Syndrome DVD, uh, in a, a, a double disc with, um, what? In Search of Bigfoot, right? Hey, my boys, Vinegar Syndrome. That's right. That's right. You you seem to know something about them. Yeah, I I've been in a few of the their daughters' quinceañeras. We're close. We're tight. Wow, you must feel like it's star time for you, Brad. <laughs> Bastard! I saw it. <sighs> Brad, is there anything else you want to say further about the shot on video film we watched today, Black River Monster? Yeah, it's cute, you guys. It's not an hour. Uh, Nobody dies. There's no gore. There's no boobs. It has, like, uh, the score is actually pretty cool. There's a lot of xylophone in there. I found that enjoyable. It's kind of soothing. Yeah, no, it's in, well. It's interesting you bring that up because it, uh, like, like we learned last week, it's uh, it's the same. Fuck, I'd I'd have to go back and relearn his name. It's like Dennis Christopher or something like that. Two first names, so I don't trust him. But uh, the same composer, and then he has a different co-composer. But yeah, the music is like last week, top notch, man. Brad. Yeah, so you vinyl nerds Brad. out there. 
I assume Brad. Black River Monster is on vinyl. Brad. Keep looking. Brad. Don't give up the search, man. Brad. Don't give up the search. Brad. Mike, don't tell him to give up the search. Brad. Man. Sick of that shit. What? Brad. What? Brad. Mike. Don't, don't besmirch your good name. All right, Brad, anything else to say about uh, Black River Monster, my friend? Do you want to talk about the music a little bit? Maybe uh, tell people to look for it on vinyl? I mean, yeah, if you want to. Uh, you got the xylophone, and it it gets like kind of weirdly moody mm. uh, in places. Mm. And I'm, I'm really not kidding. Like, it, it gets a little sexy, and you don't know why. Okay. And you get this, like, cognitive dissonance. And then you're like, what? You know? Brad Brad Freckle Sack Henderson said the magic word. My motherfucking boy Brad said the word of the day, which is sexy. We do, uh, Brad, do the Pee Wee Herman thing where you go, ah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say it again. Do it. Uh, no, you gotta say oh, it okay. again, though. Uh, uh, the music is sexy. Ah! Yeah, like that. Uh, and you said you don't know why, Brad, but I think I know why, and I saved this segment for last. We call this segment Leroy in a Safari Outfit. Brad, can you tell me how you felt when you saw Leroy in a Safari Outfit? Uh, man, I thought you said we weren't going to talk about this on the show. Okay. Yeah, we have three main outfits here. One might involve overalls, one of them might involve a dress, and one of them might involve a safari outfit. All three of these tell very different stories about a complex man, who on the surface seems very simple. But we know that's not the whole story. And I think the safari outfit tells a story. It's a story of a man who's on the cusp of a sexual awakening, about finding himself through fashion, through a new friendship with an aped man. Uh, and I think it can just be really inspiring to people who let themselves be open to that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I like the safari outfit. Brad, can you give me three words that begin with B? That tell that get to the core of what happens to you when you see Leroy in a safari outfit. Three words that begin with B. Okay. Uh, shit, man. The, no, spot. shit, no, shit begins with an S. Three words that begin with B. Blossoming. Ooh. Bold over. If you say it fast, it's one word. Oh, bold over. Say, oh, bold over. Bold over. Bold over. Bold over. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Bold over, buddy. Whoop, whoop. Boisterous. All right, this has been our new weekly segment called Leroy in a Safari Outfit. Audience round of applause. Belated. So, Brad, before we wrap up today, thank you again, buddy, for for calling in from the Taco Bell parking lot. I thought... uh, I really thought you were going to be in the the Best Buy bathroom again. That didn't work out? (laughs) I'm going to be hitting it afterwards, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. All right, baby girl. All right. So so thank you, Brad, for calling in. Uh, anything to plug this week? I Look, we, we're dropping on a Sunday. 
record Screamcast on a on a Saturday, and that drops on a Wednesday. So the way I figure it, in in uh, in what two two and a half days time, you should have a new Screamcast, buddy, that you recorded uh, yesterday when people listened to us today. So congratulations on that, Brad F. Henderson. Thank you. I am absolutely sure that I will not reschedule that, and that is going to happen on schedule. Thank you. Fantastic, buddy. Uh, do you know what you talk about this week on Screamcast, or what you did talk about? Wink, wonk, wank. Oh boy, guys, no Bigfoot. Like I'm trying to stay on topic here, man. There's no Bigfoot. It's okay. Like two different flavors, they taste great together. But like, I'm not trying to cross streams here. I'm crossing analogies a little bit, admittedly, but I'm not going to cross the stream. But if we were crossing streams, maybe... Mike, I would like you to respect that. Okay, but I want to plug John Portanova's film, Hunting Grounds, which which is right. which is a Bigfoot movie. And uh, he is a, a, a deep, uh, beautiful uh, uh, sexual friend of uh, Screamcast, which is part of the Screaming Pods Network. Brad, what other shows on the Screaming Pods Network would you recommend to to folks that like personalities from Screaming Pods shows that maybe they that, but they maybe Brad maybe they haven't listened to all the shows? What would you recommend? Ooh, well, I would say uh, you can't sit with us. That one's really fucking funny. It's really fucking cool. I'm trying to think of ones that don't begin with S to recommend. Bloody Popcorn, amazing. Uh, if you're a sci-fi nerd like Mike, a Xenopod from the year 5000. Uh, big fan of that. They're all great. Um, I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, sorry, man. At the Fire. That one's fucking cool. Brad, do you think it's going to be super obvious when Xenopod from the year 5000 does an episode on Liquid Sky? Because, of course, it's a Vinegar Syndrome title. And like we're all horn horn dogs for vinegar syndrome releases. No, because he's gonna do that with uh, Stephanie from Screamcast, and she's classy. Oh my God, Stephanie's gonna do it? Yes. Oh, I love her. She's great. She's on my show, the Splat House podcast, which is available what? every other Saturday on Screaming Pods. Recently, we dropped a full length commentary for the 1977 film House. And our next episode will be Paul Verhoeven's 1980 something movie, Flesh Plus Blood, not and. Don't fucking say and. It's a plus on that old fashioned MGM DVD, of course, with Jennifer Jason. Don't call me Rush Patrick Jason Patrick Rush. I got confused and lost in that, but Brad, all right, Brad, uh, give me something to say after I do the sign-off, buddy. I have a half of a sugared pork rind left. Great. All right, so for everyone here at Screaming Pods Network, that is, of course, Daddy Sean DeRager, Mike D, <laughs> Django is silent, Brad Freckle, Sack Henderson, Stephanie Crawford, Brian Sauer, BJ Colangelo, J- fucking Joanne over at Bloody Popcorn, goddamn John Dolan over it. You can't Woo! sit with us. Every motherfucker on the planet from Screaming Pods. This is Mike D. I'm. I am also speaking on behalf of Brad F. Henderson. This is Mike D. Saying, 
I have a half of a sugared pork grain muff. Good night. We ain't going nowhere. We gonna stay right here. 
Brad, you did better than uh, the last Brad.